Podcast. I am your host, JT Bugis, and today we're jumping in with the results of my recent fat loss phase, which I wrapped up five days ago. So, on to the optimization, the reverse part of it. But I'm going to take you guys through where I was before we started, what I got in line to actually enter into this fat loss phase with confidence that I was going to be successful. We'll talk about what I changed in order to facilitate the fat loss and, of course, we'll talk about the results of it. So let's just jump right in. So let's first talk about where I started from, because this is very, very important. And this is a huge part of my program, the Fit Nurse Method, where phase one is called balance. Too often, what people do is they jump into a fat loss phase when everything is chaotic, when they're not eating good quality food, they're not eating the right amount, they're not exercising, they don't get sunlight, they don't drink their water, they don't get their steps, like all of the things are in disarray, but they're like, let's go, I'm gonna lose some fat. And it's like, okay, maybe, but also there's probably a reason why you've maybe been yo-yoing, you know, up and down with your weight, why you haven't been able to stick to plans, and it's because you're in this unstable position and then you try and sprint. It's like, you're gonna fall if you try and sprint from an unstable position. So let's find balance so that we can sprint effectively. And so that's the place that I came from. So at the beginning of last year, at the beginning of 2022, is when I really in earnest started to started to build and started to work on what's the most amount of calories that I can possibly eat while maintaining my body weight. And I actually increased about six or 700 calories on average per day. And so I built my calories way up. At that time, I was working out about four times per week, strength training, four times per week cardio. So my activity then was actually much, much higher than it was uh, during this current fat loss phase. So we'll touch on that in a little bit. But I was doing all the things. I was tracking my food and making sure that I was eating as much as possible to maintain my weight. I was exercising a pretty high amount, like four, four times a week of strength and four times a week of cardio is a lot. And it's not something that you have to do. It is what I did. But I was doing that consistently. I was hitting my steps. I was hitting at least 8,000 steps per day. I was getting sunlight in the morning. If not in the morning, I was at least getting it daily. I was hitting my water. I was sleeping well. Those are the six foundations of the fit nurse method of what Longevity Lab preaches is nutrition, strength training, sleep, sun, walk, water. When you have all of those things in line, you're ready for a fat loss phase. When you have them on more of a cruise control autopilot setting, you are definitely ready to pursue whatever goal it is that you want. So you can really like, we're obviously since my goal was fat loss and that's what I did, I'm gonna be referring to fat loss throughout this episode. But if you have muscle gain priorities, like just substitute muscle gain in because we wanna do the same, the same general principles in order to prepare for muscle gain as well. It's just what we change to facilitate muscle gain is obviously a little different than what we change to facilitate fat loss. But I did have all of those six things just cruising. Like I didn't have to think about them very much. Like I was doing all the things. And I did all of those things up until I believe it was October of this year, somewhere around there, that I started 
the fat loss phase. I forget exactly when. It was 94 days from before February 1st, so 13 and a half weeks. But I spent about nine months building and finding balance and making sure that I was in a healthy place. And then, you know, middle of this year, I got wrecked by stress, got wrecked by personal life, chaos. And so that took my workouts down to three times a week with no cardio. I was feeling a little pudgy, a little fluffy. And so I wanted to get back in a sense. You know, I always knew from that build phase that I was eventually going to go into a fat loss phase to lean out. Um, But this really pushed me forward a little bit sooner because I had so much stress. I finally got past that stress and I was in a place where I could actually handle the added stress of a fat loss phase because less food under maintenance for food is a stress on the body, which is why we want to find balance first because we're going to introduce more stress. So if your life is chaos and stress and then you're like, I want to lose weight too, but you don't turn your life into balance, well, then all you're doing is piling even more stress on top of your body. And that is why you either A, don't get results, B, don't keep them, or C, can't stick with the plan. So first and foremost, balance. I found that first. And so I really I really set the stage for a really, really optimal fat loss phase. So after I got through that stressful period, I had to make sure that my workouts were back to consistent. My steps were back to consistent. I was sleeping well. So like earlier in the year, those things were humming. Then I went through a little rough patch. Then we came out the other side and we got those things back in order and we at least got back to consistency. So again, throughout this fat loss phase, I was only working out strength training three times per week. I didn't do any additional cardio before. I was just doing zone two cardio on the bike after my workouts. I didn't do any of that. So my activity actually was decreased from before, but what was most important was that I was consistently getting strength training in. And so once I got that consistency back, that's when I decided to pursue the fat loss. So then what changed? What did I change in order to facilitate fat loss? And I should also mention here that I was working with Coach Hannah Overton from The Daily Pursuit. And so when I say what I changed, what I really mean is what we changed, what she changed, the things that she pushed me to do. I gave her hell during this fat loss phase, pushing her, pushing back on her because I didn't want to do some things and or I wanted to learn too about her method of doing things because that's part of the reason that I work with her is to learn from her you know, as a coach as well. But what we changed was calories and steps. And so initially, all we really touched was calories. And so I believe I was between 32 and 3,300 calories when when we started. And that immediately dropped to like 29 to 2,900 to 3,000, somewhere in that range. And we saw a little bit of movement. It took like nine days for my body to, you know, kind of figure itself out um, and actually start to see some consistent downward progress. But started to see some downward progress. Eventually, we pulled all the way down to 2,600 calories is where I ended up. And my steps actually went from the 8,000 that I was doing all the way up to 12. And so I added 4,000 steps per day. I added 50% of steps. And that was a pretty significant jump, but it was something I was willing to do. And frankly, up until January, I was more, I was hovering at like 10,500. It wasn't as big of a jump, um, but then the Daily Pursuit had a January challenge for 12,000 steps. I was like, I'm going to fucking smash this. I did. So it did go up to 12,000. We've since now pulled back down to 11. 
um, because it's tough for me. I, I mean, I, I work from home, desk job now with doing all online training. And so 12,000 was, uh, was difficult. And I, I do still hit it some days because I like that needing to get to 12,000 required me to get out on early morning walks. I got to work those back into my routine because I've been going more mid-afternoon for my longer walk with the dogs. So I added the early morning walks back in, get my sunlight, get some morning movement. I love that and I love the way that I feel when I do that consistently. So those will probably stay in my routine. I had also added some post-dinner walks with wifey and I imagine that those won't happen every single night, but those will remain in our routine occasionally as well. So chances are 12,000 steps, 10 to 12,000 steps is going to be more normal for me versus the 8,000 that it was before. But we took those steps from 8,000 to a consistent 12,000. And we took those calories from about 3,200 and change down to 2,600. So a decent drop in calories, like that's pretty significant, right? Along with a pretty significant increase in calories, but that's what worked for me personally. And so you may not need quite as much in order to facilitate fat loss. I think that I have a relatively adaptable metabolism, which means that there's a pretty wide range of calories where I can maintain my weight at. And so sometimes it takes pulling a little bit more and pushing and prodding a little bit more to facilitate that change, which is why when I was in that balance phase, I was able to add six or 700 calories without affecting my body weight. Because again, very adaptable metabolism. At least that's what I believe. And so that's all we changed. We reduced food, we increased steps. Calories in, calories out, baby. Like, there's a lot of stuff that goes into calories in, calories out. But at the end of the day, like, you have to create a calorie deficit in order to see weight loss. And so that is what we did. The steps really are the biggest way to control your metabolism. And we can't control our metabolism, but there's four different buckets of metabolism. One is our basal metabolic rate, which is just how many calories does it take to keep this body humming, to keep us alive. We have exercise activity, so structured movement. We have the thermic effect of food, the number of calories that it takes to break down food. And then we have neat, non-exercise activity. And steps is basically neat for all intents and purposes, not a direct one-to-one, like 100% spot on, but it's one of the best ways to track neat is just steps. Now, we can't really affect our basal metabolic rate. We can't really affect our exercise activity because we want to just be consistent with that. So largely that number is going to remain the same. And if we're banking on that to lose weight, we're in trouble because it's just not that many calories. It's not as much as we expect. And thermic effect of food is relatively small and we're not changing dramatically the amount of food that we're eating. So really what's left in terms of can we boost our metabolism is steps. So we took that two-pronged approach to reduce calories and to increase steps. And the results ended up being, let me double check this, again, 13.5 weeks, 94 days, and 15.6 pounds lost. And so that is great progress. Over a pound a week, which is amazing. 94 days seems like a long time. 13.5 weeks sounds much more reasonable um, for a fat loss phase. But that's a little, that's three, almost three and a half months. And I would guess that for most people, and they would, they would guess probably double that, that amount of body weight lost in three months. They'd be like, oh, I can probably lose about 10 pounds a month. So yeah, 30 pounds in that time. Wrong. That would be incredibly difficult. I would have probably had to cut down to like 2,000 calories. I would have been starving and dying and not wanting to get all those steps that I did. 
a pound a week, a half a pound to a pound a week is great progress. Really, we can look at it at probably like um, like one one percent body weight drop per per week is like incredible. So it's more like 0.5 to one one percent. But if we're if we're, if we're again if we're doing like a half pound to a pound a week, like we're doing really really good. Like a pound a week, give or take, is phenomenal phenomenal progress. And it just doesn't seem like a lot to most people because most people are used to a little, little crash diet up front and then seeing eight, 10 pounds come off in a week or two and thinking that that should be the norm for the remainder of the fat loss phase. And it's not. It's a lot of water weight dropping off. It's maybe some inflammation dropping off. And it's just, it's not normal. It's not a, it's not a good pace. If you, if you're able to stick to that pace, it's because you're probably starving yourself and you're going to be miserable and you're likely going to regain it all afterwards because it's not going to be sustainable. So roughly a pound a week is amazing progress. And I'm extremely happy with having done right, right about that, that pace, that mark, that trend. And so it ended up being a really, really productive fat loss phase. I'm feeling great. I'm feeling fit. I'm feeling strong. I'm not like, you know, super, super duper hungry or anything like that. Um, I've posted pictures. So if you want to see pictures, jump to my Instagram or my Facebook, those links will be in the show notes. Um, but to touch on those pictures really quick too, what you'll notice is, you know, I'm not like fucking ripped the gills. I'm fit. I can lift 400 pounds. I can run a mile relatively quick. I could walk forever. Like my cardio is pretty good. I'm strong. Like it's all good. I'm a healthy human. My priorities are longevity first and performance second, and then aesthetics and then the visual. And so I'm, I probably could have pushed to the point where, you know, we started seeing more, more of a six pack, maybe even gotten to the point of a six pack, but I've done that before. I didn't enjoy it. I didn't enjoy the way that I felt, um, you know, having a six pack is nice. My ego definitely wanted to push on, um, and push further, but I got gotten to the point where I was like, I feel good. I got rid of, you know, the fluff that I was feeling from that stressful time and a lot more than that. And I was at a level of leanness where I'm like, I'm, I'm comfortable, you know, like I feel good. I look good. I look fit. But I don't need to push further than this myself personally. And I think we kind of often have this backwards mentality of like, I'm going to push hard as hell until I can get super duper lean. And the fact is that for most people, for many people, it's overrated. It's unsustainable. I got a kiddo coming in June too. And it's like, I'm looking for something that I can maintain through, you know, my sleep being messed up, my whole routine being messed up. Like if I got a six pack now, like great, Uh, I'll have it for a few months. And I guess enjoy it, assuming that I'm not hungry and my libido doesn't drop like the last time that I had it. Um, but all that is to say is that don't get hung up on what you look like. Get hung up on how you feel. How strong are you? Are you relatively lean? Can you see some definition? Like you feel pretty confident in yourself and your clothes fit pretty good. All of that stuff does matter. But oftentimes that lasts like five to 10 pounds, which is, I think it would probably take about 10 to get a six pack for me. It, it just may not be worth it. And I was tired of making the the sacrifices necessary to continue to lose weight. You know, you do have to say no to eating out more often. I did have to say yes to just eating less food. And eventually I was like, I just want to eat more. Like I want more flexibility within within my within my food. And that comes from quantity for me more so than like quality. And so I'm enjoying that, you know, we've added three higher days of calories back into my routine to start to push this reverse diet to start to push back towards balance. 
Um, but yeah, for me, like I'm, I'm more than happy to just be a f- real fit human who's real strong, who's really healthy, but just doesn't look like they belong on a magazine cover. And like, again, it doesn't change the fact that I'm very fit, very strong, that I got a lot of muscle, all that good stuff and whatnot. But nobody's like men's health isn't going to walk up to me and be like, you are photo shoot ready. Let's go. And that's okay by me because I have other priorities. And I think for most people, if you're being really, really honest with yourself, you've got other priorities too. And so let's get to that place where you're comfortable in your clothes, you're confident in your skin, you're feeling good, you can see some muscle and some definition, strong shit, like, let's focus on that and we'll get as lean as is sustainable for you. That's just me. That's how I like to coach. Um, It's okay if you feel differently, but that's me. And so let's wrap this up. So again, 13.5 weeks, 15.6 pounds down. All I did was decrease calories and increase steps. It is truly that simple to lose weight like that when you do the work beforehand. And that is a huge caveat because again, if you're coming from chaos and inconsistency, you're not going to be able to do this. It's not going to be so clear cut. But if you're coming from balance, it's simple switches. And that's it. So find your balance first. Remember those six things, nutrition, strength training, sleep, sun, walk, water. Those are the big rocks. Those are going to get you like 95 plus percent of your results if you're hammering away at those consistently, if you're ruthless about being consistent with those. Get those in order first, find your balance, then introduce the stress that gets you to where you want to go. So again, in the case of fat loss, calorie deficit, possibly increasing some steps and some cardio. But that's it. That's all we did. It's that simple, again, when you come from a place of balance. So I hope this helps you guys, gives you some additional information to work with on your journey. And if you have any questions, hit me up in the socials. They're all in the show notes, but I appreciate you tuning in. I appreciate your support and we'll be back with more next week. 